Welcome to Lucia Gabriela TV, the place to be if you want to learn everything we can about love, relationships, sensuality, sexuality, intimacy, and really living in our purpose. Today we have a special guest, and her name is Daria Hatuglu, and um, we're going to share a little bit about her, and then she's going to come and share with us about the topic uh, which really inspired today is how to enrich our life, a path to fulfillment and happiness. So Daria has... Um, with more than 10 years of coaching and talent management experience, she had developed a passion to help people fulfill the potential and be the best version of themselves, to be the best version of themselves. She's a certified trainer in NLP coaching and a strategist intervention for personal and business growth. So welcome, Daria, to coming to our show, and um, how are you doing today? Well, thank you very much, Lucia. Great. Um, I'm glad to be here. Thank you. So uh, we reach out um, to you and um, well, we're so excited to have you into the show today because you want to share more about how to enrich our life and uh, live in fulfillment and joy and happiness. So let's start with that. How can we enrich our life? Oh, <laughs> straight into Okay. So um, uh, the topic is very dear to my heart and uh, as a psychologist, I research uh, couples, individuals, and families, and what makes them feel happy, fulfilled, and successful in their life. And with my colleagues, and we also know from the research and the longest research in psychology done called the Harvard Grant Study, that people who experience fulfillment and happiness in their life, they have enriched relationships. So we are spot on here talking about relationships because relationships and life they are intertwined so if we want to feel happy in our life we need to make sure that we feel happy first of all with ourselves because that's the primary relationship that we have and secondly with the relationship of our um, intimate partner if we have one and if we don't have one we can ask ourselves why we don't have a partner. So I um, work in my line of work is in systemic relationship coaching. And we look at um, also some patterns that go through generations and patterns that prevent us or allow us to flourish in our relationships. And that, of course, leads to a fulfilled life. So what do you think are the patterns that prevent people from having, uh, having an amazing partner in, in their life? Wow, that's a great question, actually. There could be many different uh, reasons why people choose to or unconsciously um, are single. So they may consciously say, yes, I want to find a partner, but there may be many reasons why uh, they're not together with someone. The uh, systemic approach and what we've noticed and seen in different families happening is that um, the childhood models that we learn between our mother and father and their relationships make a lot of influence into our adulthood life and our romantic relationships that we build with uh, the partner. So if, for example, we saw a, a relationship that was uh, not functional, let's say, when there was abuse, either emotional or mental or physical, uh, may, maybe a child was not happy and when children are little, when they see someone quarreling, uh, it can be a mother or a father in their, in their 
family, they take the blame on them and they think that they are the guilty ones. So uh, later on, it's very hard for uh, that child grown big to um, have a healthy relationship because they have that uh, kind of shame and self-guilt for, um, for the relationship of their parents. So it's a projected, complicated reality for them to find someone who on one hand can heal that part so the person feels whole again but at the same time that is the you know we're looking for a partner our soulmate who would uh, encompass or will be uh, an interesting representation of our family of origin uh, and at the same time have those struggles and healing opportunities for us to grow spiritually to grow emotionally uh, to grow through our challenges and barriers that we have now, there may be a lot of barriers. So when we are looking for that soulmate, um, although consciously we want and we are, sometimes we're even clear on, yes, this type of person we want to have, but what we consciously want and unconsciously are looking for can be completely different. So that is a mismatch. And until we align these two, kind of making a bridge between our left part of our brain, which is conscious, and the right part of our brain, which is unconscious, and making a bridge to uh, understand and also feel ourselves and understand who we are to find the right partner for us and be open to that partner. So a lot of the time we want someone who is much higher in terms of standards than we are. Uh, and we think, well, no, that person is not good enough for me. I want someone better. But to be with a better person, we need to become a better version of us. And that's where the journey is not happening for people who, are, who haven't found that you know, ideal soulmate because they're not investing enough in their own development. And they, um, some people settle for mediocre, some people settle for achievement or success in their life. And I work with a lot of high achievers who uh, don't have uh, intimate, let's say, committed partnership because it's much more difficult, it's much more painful to be facing yourself in that mirror and work on yourself. It's much easier to go and you know do projects and succeed in actions. It's much harder to be and to go through that pain originated maybe in the childhood or maybe even before that. So this is uh, a little bit uh, deep as a topic, but um, you know you asked a very uh, important and very um, deep question: Why people stay single? So there are multiple reasons why. And the majority of reasons, if it's a pattern, if they keep falling out of relationships, if they keep finding the wrong person, so to say, the wrong partner, maybe not uh, available. Huh? A lot of people go for an not available partners. They are either committed in other relationships or they just don't want a relationship. If we see patterns, we need to look into them. We need to look behind them. What's behind? Why they're happening? There's always a reason. Yeah, um, I actually have a, um, I like to love, I love to write poetry and um, do erotic writing. And uh, one of my writing was about like, um, you know, loving our, uh, loving an unavailable man. And uh, it was based on like an experience of energy that was happening. 
where I was going through my process of bringing, you know, people into my life that were unavailable, but also, uh, and I would be asking like, why, you know, I'm attracting unavailable, unavailable opportunities, not just men or because I'm in a relationship, but I'm talking about um, the way I, 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 I wrap it together is, it's all about relationships. So when I'm attracting an, an available man in my life, when available women or an available opportunity, it's all related. Like I'm bringing the same thing with unavailable money and available um, possibilities in my life. And I was doing the whole deep work of, of just searching within. Like I said, it's very easy to go and look for an outside project. And it's very like so much time consuming and so much energy consuming to really start deep going deeper into you within yourself. And um, I was just looking inside and I was like mirroring myself and looking into my shadow and my patterns. And I'm like, where well, I am not available with myself. And the more deeper I went into my own question, like where well, I am not being available with myself. I start like tuning in into like, oh, I'm not available here. I'm not making myself available to exercise or to drink, you know, my 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 water every day, right? Yeah. Taking care of myself and, and all that stuff. So it's truly important what you're saying that look and recognize the patterns uh, that we have in, in in our life and 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 look deeper and say like within like this is presenting outside of me but the core is within me so that even though that it's a deep uh, work is a deep conversation and that's the truth why people are not getting the relationship that they want and the partner that they want because if we don't want to invest like uh we don't want to invest in ourselves we don't we feel like investing in ourselves is too much i'd rather to buy myself a diamond ring or something like that than invest in in my own growth and which actually such a juicy reward when you are free from all this clutter and um so we were talking before um uh, before we got in here about the aspect of mother and father and and even though there is a deep conversation and um and the reason why I want to bring this into the conversation today is because for all of our viewers who are looking to be in relationship, who are looking f to attract amazing lovers into the life or reignite the relationship within with the relationship, you know, with the partners, with the lovers and, you know, to have a, a rich, fulfilled life and full of joy, bliss and happiness, we have to face one thing that we are, we all run from <laughs> and i feel like we all run from facing our father and mother patterns of of, of like what really is going on in that realm so we were talking a little bit about that before um our interviews so if you want to share a little bit about that dive deeper into it what is your your you know perspective on that and uh to let you talk about <laughs> good time uh the aspect of what aspect of the dad are we working, you know, when we're in a relationship and what aspect of mom we're working in a relationship? Right. Well, it's um, topics we could do a seminar yeah. <laughs> on. There's one seminar on the mother, one seminar on the father, but I'll try to summarize and give you little tips, maybe practical, just to think about and for people who watch uh, um, to, to just contemplate on. 
So in a systemic relationship approach, we of course look at um, our intimate relationship as a consequence of many forces in play. You know, one force is what we remember as models between the relationship of our mother and father and their relationship with their family as well because that's a, a projection of uh, how I look back at, into my family, my family history, what I come with. And um, we are natural product of our history, of all the relationships that happened before us. And we are a product and thanks to them, we are alive and we are who we are also thanks to them. So we survived, we've learned, we take the best, what we think is the best for us to survive. And then as an adult, we make a choice. There's always a choice. And the problem with our society is that we think the problem is a problem, right? And uh, we actually look at problems as an amazing opportunity. So whatever we're struggling with, let's look into that. Now, if we are struggling with our, as we are like a woman talking and I am having a relationship with my partner who is a, a man, for example, uh, then of course the same dynamic would um, uh, be interesting to look into as a woman and my dad. So what type of relationship I had? Of course, as a little girl, the task of a dad is to cherish, to protect, to love, no matter what, unconditionally. And that is the a beautiful part that generally girls take and they remember. They don't remember as much bad things you know, about that relationship. They take the best and then they try to find and match that uh, new image to find a, a partner. Now, if that's one strategy. Another strategy, if the relationship between the mother and the father were, was dysfunctional and a girl took a side of a mother and she rejected the father. So that is a different strategy. Then she would need to take um, another step to come in peace with her father in order to create a good relationship with a man. If not, we've seen patterns where these relationships intimate relationships would be multiple and dysfunctional. So it's very important how we treat our parents, even in our own mind, huh? because they have their own, of course, uh, decisions and life and they can live and make uh, um, certain choices. But it's important how we think of them and what we think about them and what meaning we make of their relationship and our relationship with them. Okay. So, um, if we look at uh, us as a woman and our relationship with the father, we can say that that has some consequence in our relationship with a man. A relationship with our mother, though, has consequences in the way how we treat other aspects of life. In systemic approach, we've seen that, for example, the feeling of abundance or feeling uh, self-confident, feeling high self-esteem, having access to abundant resources like finances, like, um, uh, for example, uh, feeling free to go and explore the world. It also comes with a little bit of a, a consequence of our relationship with our mother. And healing that part allows us to step into a bigger world of opportunities. And every time I work with someone, and if they have issues with money, for example, we look at 
their relationship with their mother first. And there's an interesting correlation, and it's not scientifically proven, but a lot of the time uh, when we work on the relationship with the mother, then the abundance comes into play. So it's a very interesting aspect to look into systemically. Now, of course, in terms of sexuality, you probably know that we replay the patterns, how we learned how to be loved as a child. We replay those patterns in our sexual life. Even the way how we satisfy ourselves or allow ourselves to experience orgasm or not, this is also a consequence how we learn how to be loved. So I would say, um, tell me how you experience love, making love or orgasm, and I will tell you how you were loved as a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a lot of um, ripple effects from where we come from. I don't say it's set in stone. We always can change things. And that's the beauty of our mind and the neuroplasticity that even in the late 90s, we can change our patterns all all down to our consciousness and awareness and being able to step into the change process and be open to transformations. So those who are willing, those who are ready, those who... um, would like to, they generally go into those transformational experiences. But if you leave this automatically and leave it with no action and no change, there are two strategies that people choose. Either do the same as their parents or do the opposite. And I offer a third one, which is a conscious approach to relationships where you make a decision how you want to take some strategies and patterns from your parents that were functional and were effective that you can still learn uh, to apply in your relationships and those who you which strategies you want to unlearn and that takes a little bit of practice to actually unlearn certain dysfunctional patterns to then bring what you want and create new traditions new new rules, new strategies, new principles in the relationship that you're building. That's kind of it. <laughs> That's the relationship that. in place, you know, kind of systemic way to look into it. I love the depth to it. Like I'm a very deep person. So when you're talking about it, I'm a really deep diving deeper into more like deep question. And I'm like, oh shoot, we just have like 10 more minutes. <laughs> or something like that. But um so to to um highlight something that you said to our viewers is that our relationship with a mother reflects um project other aspect of our life what really is going on with other aspect of our life and you mentioned a lot of the aspect of money and our relationship with our father is is what we bring you know what the dynamic that's happening in our relationship with our lovers intimate partners and even maybe friends, right? Like it could be the aspect of our relationship with people in general, like friends, lovers, and or just intimate partners. Yes, we see also reflection on friends, how we perceive. It's all about perception, really, and meaning making. It's how we make meaning of certain actions from the opposite sex. And that's how we were treated or how we expect to be treated, because that's what we know. If we were treated in a, 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 let's say, if our family had an abusive relationship, maybe emotional, and uh, there was a very tough uh, partnership, for example, I had a case where 
father was uh, an alcoholic, a very successful lawyer, but an, a drug addict and alcoholic. And they divorced and had a wonderful daughter who grew up and of course she made a decision as a child to never marry a, a, a drug addict, to find a person who would be free from addiction. Now she found, guess what? She found an artist who was not a drug addict, but he was, he had those um, interesting uh, aspects of risk-taking and creativity and uh, spontaneity and unpredictability that she was familiar with in her relationship with her dad when he um, had a destructive behavior. And then with her new partner, an artist, she had some of those unpredictable uh, moments that she was longing for it in order to heal and grow through. So this is an important piece um, that we, you know, in intimate relations that for sure we see. In the friendship, not so much, but we still have ripple effect, especially under stress. If everything goes well, we are, let's say, perfect human beings and we behave the way we want to behave. <laughs> There's no difficulty. The difficulty, uh, comes to to play when we're under stress and under demand um, from different forces and when we get out of our balance so if a friendship pushes out you know or pr presses those tough buttons yes uh, but in intimate relationship we see that more and more because this is the toughest relationship uh, because we choose to wake up every day with the same person whether they're in good mood or in a bad mood we go through suffering we go through uh, very close intimacy and separation and all those buttons are triggered and uh, we need to uh, fulfill you know our destiny in that relationship but at the same time we want to um, fill our bucket with uh, positive emotion and we're expecting so much from that partner we are longing to fulfill our own needs our needs as a child our needs as a woman or a man as a also as a parent and all those intertwined roles we want to to be fulfilled by that one partner it used to take a village to raise a child or a human being and we would satisfy our needs in that village people would be supporting us nowadays we live in cities uh, away from our family away from our roots um, we don't even know people who surround us you know blocks of flats right people from all around the world come and live next to us and um, and that is an interesting concept these days where there's a lot of stress on our personality on our spirit because we feel disconnected and there is a systemic rule to belong we all long to belong to a certain mm -hmm. system. So if we're away and separated from our system of a region, of our, of, from our village, uh, surrounded by people who we don't belong to, then it's very important to find a system which, uh, where we, we would belong. And we're looking forward, we're looking into our partner like that system, which puts a lot of pressure on the partnership. And that's why we see so many breakups and divorces around the world, more than 50% in some countries and 70% in Belgium, for example. So there, there are quite uh, big changes in the way how we live, especially in cities, and we need to be careful. So we need to first look into our, let's say, skeletons before we move forward and um, build and create 
an ideal relationship or the relationship that would be nourishing, enriching, and fulfilling. Yes, I call it that um, in my whole work program, I pretty much call that clearing your love canvas. Like that's pretty much like a good percentage of, of the work, like you work into the child, like you said, like working with the mother, father figure, the skeletons of, of, of what's really holding us back and the energies and the shadows and all these, you know, all these things that need to be unlearned and one aspect and uncreate uh, too. Um, so we are uh, in a time where we see, for example, you mentioned 70% involvement here in Florida, uh, just in Sarasota, um, I just heard that um, it's between 65 and 70%, like around 70% of divorce rate here in Sarasota. That's why I'm pretty much, um, I'm blessed to be here because my passion is to help many people to be in awesome relationship. It doesn't matter if they're married or they're not married, but being awesome relationship with themselves and even the ex-husbands and ex-wives. And, and that's which we need because our kid need to see that. And um, because I'm a mother, I know that you're a mother of three, right? Um, uh, as a mother, when we're talking about mothers who are separated and divorced and we have children, I know that, you know, um, I'm becoming more conscious and conscious about my interaction with my daughter to, for her to have a good relationship with her father, even though sometimes, you know, her father can drive me crazy <laughs> and I have to work <laughs> with a mirror of that. <laughs> you know, I have to be yeah. honest because I can be as vulnerable as I can. Uh, and I work my talk. So there's a lot of, um, we have to be very conscious of like how we talk to our children. Um, but it's a very interesting dynamic because, you know, you can be doing your personal growth. And the reason why, you know, pretty much my relationship ended in one aspect is because I was doing my work and this person was not doing the work in, in a level. So relationships have to end. And, and, you know, it was very abusive too for each other. Um, so when you came from like an abusive relationship, and a divorce, like a very harsh divorce, and still the process like a little too much sometimes. How as a mother, and I know that we have a few more minutes, but as a mother, for all of yours who are mothers and single mothers and going through the process of divorce, uh, the raising the kids on the on or with a, you know, another partner, how can we help our children to do not heritage the uh, drag with themselves this whole dysfunction relationship with their fathers because I don't want my daughter to have a sucking relationship with an, a man in her life you know or uh, a traumatic experience so what a mother can do yes oh what a great question the best role or the best thing that a mother can do to feel happy herself is to look after herself, to find the relationship that is nurturing. Because what a daughter wants to see, or as any child, they want their parents to be loving or in their own love, yeah, to be happy. And out of love, they will do everything to support their parents, to be honest. So the uh, role of a mother is to find that relationship with another man or um, 
on her own if she can to be happy that is the best you can do as an investment now um, in terms of the relationship with your ex of course the best you can do is to heal that part and to let go to forgive to create a, a relationship that is mutually let's say friendship if possible if not possible then still respect that partner because the way how you show as a mother respect to men your daughter will learn and that's going to be her first uh, model so we shouldn't be bothered too much about how our children uh you know how we can help our children i think there's so much we can when we can and we need to help ourselves first and children will be they're like grass in a way they will grow in any condition huh? um, and they will do their own work when they grow up so we can release that stress and the more we release stress about our children the less we worry about them the better they will feel because when parents worry about children the message that they are passing on to them is that they are not sure that they can make their life yeah? they, they can do things on their own so the best thing that a parent can do is trust the child will do the right thing and they should focus on their own life and involve children in a way to look after them to give that love but we can't give love until we have it ourselves and we give love to ourselves first so the you know the steps that we need to make uh, raise our self-confidence nurture ourselves nourish ourselves create a loving partnership with a new person and then that child will just learn huh? with water and, and nutrients they will grow I love that yeah. okay um, so just to wrap it up I want to just share some of the highlights that we have um, which I took so many of it and um, like um, the Rhea was saying to really see ourselves, uh, to be honest with ourselves about why we're not attracting a relationship or the men that we love in our life or women, uh, we really had to ask ourselves a question: Why am you know why I don't have a partner? Like why? What really is going on? And she and I we were like sharing that it's truly important to do our self work, our deep inner work, go deep within ourselves, and just do so much of, of these this because it is it's you know it's it's not easy but the rewards are incredible and and you really recommend everyone to look up to Daria's website um you know reach out for help or even you know you know we have a whole community here in our shows uh, we have so many people that are amazing whoever you feel in align with to work with we definitely recommend you to reach out to coach a mentor healer and get something done you know you you really um you're not just worthy but you are amazing that you 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 know your desires your life your purpose like need to be fulfilled need to be here in this planet um the other thing that we look at is the aspect of mother and father so relationship you know have to do a lot with the father uh, relationship that we had and 
everything else and other aspect of our life is with our mother. So if we have any issues in our relationship, let's really look into what is our relationship with our father. And if we have issues with other aspects of our life, especially with money, look into our relationship with our mother and dive deeper into that. Uh, I loved you said, Daria, um, that you said that we all human, you know, we all human beings have the desire to belong. So um, if we can just start with that and really recognize that we belong to be in this planet, that we belong here, and start with that with inside ourselves and be able to come to the wall and say, hey, I'm here, I belong here, I'm here for a reason. Um, also, for all of us mothers who are in a relationship or, you know, um, in a second relationship with, uh, you know what I mean, divorced mothers and they have children and uh, been struggling with the aspect of, of the divorce and ex-husbands and all that, uh, what Daria mentioned was truly inspiring to me that I'm going to be putting in practice myself, the aspect of respect, the trust, and the self-confidence. And it's truly important to respect the father of our children. And um, and then our children will pick that up and they will respect the father. And when they get older, they will be respecting the relationship too. So which I'm taking that into account. And um, I really, really, really like that. Um, so pretty much that's what we have. Like trust yourself, be self-confident, and really work on yourself. Really, 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 really work on yourself. You really want to have the amazing, exciting, juicy, delicious, orgasmic life that you want and desire. You got to start working on yourself. So how people can reach out to you and uh, what do you have coming up? I know that you have a retreat, an amazing retreat coming up. You want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, so all information is on my website, which is uh, dariahaitoglu.com. And I have a, uh, I work on my second book currently, which is the same name, Enrich uh, Your Life, uh, a guide to fulfillment and happiness. And I have a lot of projects going on, like my agenda for this year is full, so I can share another hour of what, what I'm working on. But there's a program on emotional um, uh, kaleidoscope how to transform negative emotions to positive there's also um, a program on how to enrich relationships the retreats but i think all information is uh, accessible on the website so and what about the retreat i know that the retreat is in greece and uh, how many days is that retreat just give it a little glimpse so people can really get excited and say hey i want to be there <laughs> yeah so the retreat is in april and it's uh, 17th to 22nd of april and it is five days in a beautiful, beautiful environment in Greece. Cool. Uh, so can you spell your last name for the viewers uh, that they're watching right now? So it's H-A-I-T uh, for tango, O-G for golf, L for Lima, O-U. Hi, cool. Toglo. Yeah, and Daria is D-A-R-Y-A. So it's Daria, hi, Toglo dot com awesome so um we're going to be putting the link to the retreat in our description to the interview today so you'll be able to find it there but um i am so glad i'm so thankful um for your time i know it's late over there in uk so i really appreciate uh you taking the time to be with us today and sharing amazing wisdom and also really um 
it was a short conversation, but we got so much out of it. Um, I really feel like um, we you you touch things that had not been here yet. <laughs> so I right. love that. <laughs> well, Lucio, you're doing some amazing work. So I'm happy to be here and uh, spread the love and join the forces. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Okay, so we are done for today. Thank you so much to all of yours uh, who are watching live. And thank you if you're watching the replay. And um, I appreciate you. And thank you for subscribing to this channel, Lucia Gabriela TV. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or you want to interview somebody about a specific topic, please email us YouTube. And we'll be very glad to to get that together for you. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you, Daria, again. Thank you. Have a great okay. day. Have a great night. Thank you, everyone. Have a fantastic day. And remember, work on yourself. You are amazing. You you are amazing. So let's start working deep within ourselves and achieve the life that we truly desire. Have a great one, everyone. Love you. Take care of yourself.